0: 7th episode of the 5 for Fighting Podcast. My name is Alec, your host, and today's guest was fucking fantastic. He was a, an absolute minor league legend, and he even made the Hall of Fame for a team, uh, the Philly Phantoms. And if you don't know who I'm talking about yet, that would be Frank the Animal by Lois. And if you've never checked out his fights and never heard of him, well, you might be living under a rock, I guess, if you've never heard of him. But, yeah, I guess if you haven't checked out his fights either, so <laughs> you should probably do both. Look him up and go ahead and check out some of his fights, but... I had a great time doing this interview. Frank was an absolute fucking beauty. Um, at the beginning of the interview, you know, it's just the way our times worked out. I literally got off work, got home, and pretty much had to set up shop. And this is the same way he runs a construction company, as you'll hear in the interview. But um, so both of our times are a little conflicting. But he was at the gym first thing in the interview and just... Uh, Going home, but it's you know n- nothing to even fucking cry over spilt milk over. Um, just in case, if anybody wants to complain about the audio or the noise in the background, you know, get the fuck over it. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, so I you go over his career and he's an absolute minor league fucking legend. Uh, he fought a lot of guys and a lot of tough, tough, tough customers. So it was really cool and also to hear about you know his stories with Danbury and. Things like that and the LNH, which, as we all know, I, you know, I tend to talk about a lot just because I fucking love the league and it pisses people off. So it's kind of funny. Um, Not trying to troll anybody, but anybody that doesn't like the league. Well, get over it, I guess. But (laughs) so I'm not going to keep this uh, this intro too too long. I'm trying to make this right after work here. It uh, just got done recording, and I'm trying to make this now. That way I don't have to worry about it because we're moving. Uh, as you might have heard from my last intro or my last episode with episode, um, <clears throat> excuse me, episode six with Dan Tice. But we're moving, and so I'm trying to get all this out so I can have it good to go for Tuesday of next week. And we might not have internet now, or we, excuse me, we might not have internet at the time. So I'm trying to get this out. That way I can, you know, Keep an episode out every week, like I'm trying to do. But, anyways, uh, before you know, we kick it over to Frank. Do me a favor and go check out a couple of the other podcasts that you know, I I happen to enjoy. And I don't enjoy many podcasts because most of the time people are just shitting on players and whatever. But of course the original Enforcer-based podcasting. Well, I'm not Enforcer-based podcasting, but the original, you can find the hashtag on Twitter, Enforcer-based podcasting, with my good buddy Darren over at 4th Line Voice. Go check his fucking shit out. He just had an interview with Ken Stanaforth. He also had an interview with, uh, who was it before that? Oh, Joey Tedarenko, excuse me. And he's had many other guys, Josh Mazer, Dan Kopeck, Dean Mayrand, um, Luke Karate, guys like that. And even had a twelve guest of Christmas special, and you know, Christmas comes earlier every every year, so maybe pop that on and get a little Christmas in you. And you know, there's some asshole lightning fan on there that runs his mouth for a little bit talking about lightning and forces too. I wonder who that kid is, but <laughs> nonetheless, um, also go go check out uh, my buddy William over at the Biscuit. He's over there doing good shit. He's got interviews with Scott the Sheriff Parker, George Larock, Danny Probert, the wife of the late and great champion of the NHL, Bob Probert. And then also, uh, one I just recently got into, uh, a couple of them was the Slewfoot Hockey Show and um, Get the Gate podcast. So go over and check those boys out. And then one last one I want to mention is Shane over at the History of Hockey podcast. Shane was the guy who actually made the cover art for this show, the Five for Fighting podcast. Um, so again, th- big thanks to Shane for making that. And then also, I can't thank him enough for kind of helping me out and a lot of the guys you know Darren William and Shane all helped me out in sort of starting the podcast and here i am interviewing Frank Lois. It's, it's fucking unreal i can't even can't even fucking comprehend it but you know it is what it is um, but yeah go check out his uh his podcast the history of hockey he does a, a bunch of different stuff over there if you want to learn about the history of the game he's got uh, i forget fuck i forget the year and Shane i know don't get, don't get mad at me if you listen to this and I, uh, I don't get the year right, but it's the old dust-up of, of like 19-something, and it's about an insane line brawl back in the day. Actually, well, excuse me, bench-clearing brawl that lasted like 20 minutes. Uh, he's got an episode, a three-part special on Doug the Hammer Smith, and he's also got a special on the Danbury Trashers, which if you don't know what that is, go look up the Danbury Trashers. And also, speaking of Trashers, Frank By-Lois was actually on the team, too. So you get to hear about that. That's towards the later end of the podcast. So I guess you're, you know, kind of stuck to sit around and listen to it. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, you didn't, you didn't come here to sit here and uh, hear me yap. So without further ado, we'll pass it on to Frank By-Lewis. Uh Please rate, review the show. It's supposed to help me out, I guess. And from what Darren says, it's supposed to help me out too. So who knows i you know oh by the way before i go though i gotta say, i gotta say thanks to the uh the person who just you know i don't know who you are but if you listen to the podcast and your uh your review was the title was it's great and the comment was it's great and that's it no explanation point no period nothing just it's great <laughs> oh shit i gotta kick out of that so thanks for that but here we go i'll kick it over to frank by have a good one y'all appreciate it thanks for listening this should
1: be good this should be very
0: All right, and here today on the 5 for Fighting podcast, we have a guy who racked up 2,279 penalty minutes, a Calder Cup champion, and a Philadelphia Phantoms Hall of Famer, Frank the Animal by Lois. Frank, how are you doing today?
2: Good, how are you, bud? Good, man. Thanks for having me
0: on. Oh, I appreciate you taking the time out of here, man. Well, you were clearly hitting the gym, so you ain't ain't straight from working out at all.
2: Nah, dude, you he, gotta stay in shape. You never know. Oh, man, I got out
0: of the Marines, and I'm just so fat and happy on Bush now, dude. <laughs> I, I was
2: fat. My grandma, my grandma called me fat, and I went on a diet, and I actually got back in shape. I might be in better shape than I was when I played.
0: It's fucking scary. <laughs> yeah, fuck, man. I don't, even, I don't think fat comes out of my grandmother's vocabulary. She's probably the reason I'm fat, especially during the fucking holidays. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's it! I, I, she's feeding me a plate of fucking brogues. Exactly.
1: Like, hey, no, you're fat
0: little fucker! I'm like, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Exactly, man. Um, so, well, before we get into your career a little bit, man, what do you uh, what are you up to after hockey? How's everything going for you?
2: Everything's great, man. I mean, um, I got my own. I got a concrete business. You know, we do well. We're busy as hell. So, you know, and um, yeah, it's. I mean, work every day work with my guys and trying to grow and you know living the dream i guess you know what i mean
0: oh yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm in, that's exactly what i mean i'm in construction now after the military and well fuck man I, oh, okay. i'll tell you what i hate pouring concrete though out of all this shit we do it's just a fucking messy thing
2: <laughs> i like i like it man It's like you know i've built houses i've done everything you know what i mean but i just it's in and out you don't have to deal with people really that much you know it's a couple days it's you know, the housing, you just want to kill the fuckers after a month, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. So I guess, uh, I'd rather be oh, the well.
0: guy handling the jackhammer and breaking up the shit than pouring it. I prefer that over pouring concrete all fucking day. <laughs> uh,
2: well my, uh, my guys do both, so we just, you know, we roll in, and I got a small crew, we stick to one crew, but we work, you know, basically six, seven days a week, and just have at it, you know what I mean? So yeah, Exactly. It works do, better you know
0: that me? way, probably, too. You can be able to manage everything a little bit better.
2: Uh, yeah. when, when you yeah, when you grow, it's a headache. You just, you know, having your own business like a babysitting service. You know what I mean? Right. It's always something. To fuck or it's, it's like dealing with children, man. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> exactly. Oh shit. Well, man, let's fucking get right into it here for your career. So, um, well, I I was going through your stats and I noticed that you didn't play in like the dub or the OHL or anything like that. So, how did you kind of get into the ECHL at first?
2: Uh, Oh, ECHL! I came out of jail.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh shit! I
2: had to get out of I had to get out of Canada, man. My grandpa drove across the border and put me on a Greyhound, and I ended up in Roanoke. So.
0: Hey, sometimes yeah. it happens like that.
2: <laughs> hey, you know how to turn my life around. Yeah, know, exactly, last man. Last.
0: You you had a great fucking career. You're, I mean, you're a minor league legend. So you, there's that, and you even played in the NHL. So, <laughs> but we'll get to that later. <laughs> so, yeah. well, you're 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 in uh, Renoke, and yeah. you're you're there, and you have man, you managed 150 pims in in 23 games played. Did did right. you just kind of? Was fighting in your blood at the time, or were you, were you kind of pushed no, by a coach?
2: That's all, that's all. No, that's all I did was fight. I mean, if I wasn't fighting there, I'd be fighting in bars or collecting money, or you know what I mean. That's that's what I did. <laughs> so that was like that was a good place to stay out of jail. You know what I mean? It was like you can beat people the fuck up and no, you don't go to jail for it. I was like, I love this place, <laughs> and then you get paid.
0: Right, you're getting paid for it. And after you fucking beat somebody up, you just go sit in a box for five minutes and you're done. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's it. Uh, got it, man. Dude. Well, uh, two of the teammates.
0: What's that? What's that? Oh, I was gonna say. Well, oh, two of the teammates you I- had, man, were um were Graham Garden and then uh Mark Bel- <laughs> or Excuse me, <laughs> Mike Belanche. Sorry, I'm still I'm still laughing at the fact that he how you you kept out of your jail. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> that's too funny. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. So, what was it like playing with them?
2: Who's that, Belanger? Yeah. And who was the other one? Sorry, is that Kenny Belanger or which one?
0: Uh, Mike. Mike, I don't even
2: know who the fuck. I can't remember.
0: Uh, <laughs> dude,
2: I don't know. I mean, I've played with so many people. My head's fucking shot. I oh, sh- excuse know. me, my,
0: not Belanger, Mike Belanger. Sorry, I can't even read my own fucking chip, my own chicken scratch.
2: Mike Belanger. Who the fuck, who, where did he play? Where did I play with him?
0: <laughs> In Renoke B-A-R-L-A-G-E. Or ah, GE. Dude, I don't
2: fucking remember any of my <laughs> games in Roanoke. Oh, like shit. Years ago. I don't <laughs> fucking All right, fuck
0: it. Well, we'll skip Roanoke then. We'll skip that.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, no, Roanoke was good. I had the one guy, the goalie, uh, Mike James, was my that was my buddy. I still keep in touch with him all the time. Rollie the goalie, man. He's awesome, so, um Yeah. <laughs> but I mean Roanoke was fun It was like what, what, the, Roanoke when I got there I got off the bus And I got put in a house And Mike James I lived with Mike James And um He was like Who the fuck is this guy man <laughs> I, I think I went there, I got there I was like 280 pounds Just jacked up All steroided the fuck up Oh like shit laughing, Just fucking juiced oh, yeah, right, <laughs> That's great right out, right, out of pri- right out of prison You know what I mean Oh yeah Basically not supposed to be in The states Yeah I wasn't supposed To be in the states and it was like, okay. And then fucking, you know, I played my first game and, you know, me and him became best friends. You know, I couldn't really skate. I mean, my legs and shit were so big. It was like crazy, <laughs> but I could still fight. I had to drop a few pounds. I mean, like kind of crash diet and worked out good. I mean, you know, I went from there. That's where I earned my nickname in Roanoke. So it was a good game. It was a good place to play. A lot of fun.
0: Well, you did something right because you managed to get the attention of the St. John's Maple Leafs and even get into the AHL the very next year.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Just being a dummy. I remember, I remember the first like first fight that I think I had in Roanoke, or I had like three actually, three shifts, three fights, and I was like, and then that's when some one of them fucking hillbillies up in the stands with their Confederate flags started waving it around. He's like, this motherfucker's an animal. <laughs>
0: oh shit that's too great (laughs) that's
2: been with me since man That's just fucking hilarious so it it has been um,
0: (laughs) oh fuck there you go there's hockey in the south for you
2: (laughs) oh yeah dude Ah, the owner henry he was like a oil baron and he's just like he came up to the bar i remember being in the bar all drunk up and you know he come up and someone was starting shit. He grabs him around the neck, puts like a a forty five to the guy's head, and he goes, "This is my place. You want to play it around? I'll put a bullet in your head." And I was like, "Oh, I was just dying laughing." I was like, "I like, I like this place."
0: And that's the owner <laughs> of the fucking team.
2: Oh yeah. Oh
0: shit. <laughs> yeah,
2: he owned uh, he, he owned Lancer Oil, man. He's like loaded, like super, like great guy, man. But he he was crazy, dude. And <laughs> so he loved me. It was just it was priceless, man.
0: That's too great, man. Well, so well, the next year yeah. you end up on, uh, you end up in St. John's for a little bit with the Maple Leafs, yep. and a yeah, guy, yeah. a guy wanted to ask you about in there was Kevin McClelland, one of the uh, one of Gretzky's bodyguards.
2: Oh, yeah. Mac was, yeah, Mac was a great dude, man. He, me, and him became really good friends. I remember I sat down when I got called up. I was, um, we went to dinner. I met the team. Um, I met the team. I think we were playing CDI, here's Capital District, and. Um, and uh, we were on. Uh, we we're eating that. We're eating dinner, and Mac and Rudy sat down with me post-check, and uh, they're like, "What's your deal?"
1: <laughs>
2: I was like, "Oh, I guess you will find out." You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so they just started laughing. We got along, and then the next night, uh, me and Mac were in the penalty box. I fought Dale Kushner. I just beat the piss out of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And. Um, but uh, he, he didn't Kush got up Off the ice He decided he was Going to be like Superman Skated by the penalty box And started yapping at me So I pulled him In the penalty box And closed the door And me and Matt <laughs> were in there And we just beat The shit out of him And he was like I love you man
1: Oh that's
0: <laughs> fucking great man oh, I couldn't imagine <laughs> oh, no, If that no, no. shit happened today man Oh fuck
2: <laughs> Oh no dude he was, he was skating by And he was yapping you know, Just like, you know, I, like I basically took Nothing from nobody You know what I mean right. So he's yapping Skating by And like I said Literally Pulled them off
0: the ice into the penalty box,
2: and there was me and Max sitting there, and we just lumped them up. We closed the door so no refs could get in. <laughs> one,
0: one one was the fucking one was the doorman. The other was beating the brakes off of them. That's fucking great.
2: Well, no, that's it. It was it was hilarious, man. Thanks. And, oh
0: shit. Um,
2: it was just kind of roll. It kind of rolled from there. Uh, right. And it was next year training camp in Toronto, and then yeah, it was all good, man. So. Um. Went went quick, that's for sure. And Absolutely, you turn your life around real fast. So. W-
0: one guy I wanted to ask you about before we leave the ECHL here is, uh, yeah, and he's gotten he's gotten popular with his own movies now. And for those who don't know, it's Doug the Hammer Smith, and Doug is actually the character yeah. Yeah. who played or who was the uh, inspiration for Doug Glatt in the movie Goon. But what was it like fighting or yeah. fighting Dougie?
2: Uh, I mean, at first I was mad. He ended up being a real good guy. You know what I mean? He's, he's a great guy. But, I mean, you know, like, he needed his – he needed a shot. I mean, you know, everybody did it. You know, like, when I went up, every you know, that's all I did was fight everybody. You know what I mean? And I, I remember in the dressing room, you know, we had Crawford as a coach, and he was like, look, no one's going to fight this guy. He's, you know, he can't skate, he can't do this, blah, blah, blah. And I was – he actually benched you know, he was even like he's like I ain't even putting you on ice with them because I know it'll happen. You <laughs> know what I mean? So, um, so you had Van and Bush out there, and Dougie tried to fight Bushy, and then he tried to fight Blondie, and then, you know they wouldn't go because they listened. They're you know the coach. I don't, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I went out there, and Dougie came up, and he's like, "You're gonna give me a shot at the title?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah." And as i was skating, down, Crawford's like, "Don't you dare do anything. If you fight him, you're gonna get like blah 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 and fines and blah. And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, you got it, buddy." You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. he got, yeah, you know, Doug, he tried. He got lumped up pretty bad, you know, but he took it like a champ. And actually McCollin was playing with him. And Mac was telling me about him and more about him. He's like, hey, this guy's going to want to fight you. and We don't know nothing about him. So just, you know, whatever. I'm like, I don't worry about it. You know what I mean? And, yeah, that was that. So, I mean, he took his lumps and he was happy, man. I mean, he got a good deal out of the whole thing. So.
0: Oh, exactly. You know, I, I think I'd feel the same way. You would have... I got the fucking wheels beat off of me. I'd be happy to be able to say I fucking fought Frank the animal by Lois. <laughs> oh,
2: that's it. Like I said, to be happy to get smashed up like he took it pretty good, man. His both his eyes were messed up, his face was all changed in for Oh yeah, but he took it, man. Uh, yeah, it was that was rough. So <laughs> hey, I hats yeah, off to him. Yeah, but you got to, You know what I mean? Like I, I'd never be where I am if no one gave me chances. You know what I mean? So I, there's no way I could turn the kid away. You know what I mean? So, Absolutely. It is what it is, what it is, dude. You
0: know, so. right. So you're yep. in you're All in St. Good. John's again uh, for mm. just a uh, for 69 games here, and you managed to rack mm. up 352 pims. But you also played with some players such as huh. Ken McRae, Todd Gillingham, and uh, Ryan Vandenbush. What was it like playing with those guys?
1: Yeah,
2: Bushy's like my brother, man. Like yeah, Bushy's a good kid. So.
0: Uh, Gilly, great
2: guy I mean, they're all You know what I mean McCray, actually Me and him got called up To Toronto together You know what I mean So It was, uh You know Newfoundland <laughs> was, was fun, Was fucked, man so I gotta say It's probably Like, between there And Philadelphia Probably the two funnest I mean, I think all I did Was drink And get laid And, and fucking Play hockey You know what I mean <laughs> Well, that's the fucking life,
0: man You can't ask for much more Than that, that man That was it, dude That
2: was it Every, every day, dude It was priceless. I mean, you got 50 bars All of one street You know what I mean Finish practice, go on to pub crawl, bring three rods. So, what you know, what else? You ask or <laughs>
0: <laughs> absolutely, man. So, well that that yeah. year, were you in? You went to the Leafs training camp that year.
2: Oh yeah, in the beginning. yeah. The what first was the year training I got, after I got called up?
0: What was the training camp like? Exactly. Did you have any crazy training camp stories?
2: No, oh, I mean, oh yeah, I mean, I'm all know Like I mean, the training camp they didn't even. I mean, uh, it was weird. Like every every time I went to someone's training camp, even when I came to Philly. Like they never let me fight anyone. You know what I mean? It was like weird. Really? Like I I think in, um, yeah, man. It was like you know, like when I came to Philly, which was odd because they were like the badass. You know, like it was like you know Broad Street bullies and blah blah blah. And you know, I remember first day in thing, I was gonna, you know, I want to fight everybody. You know what I mean? I want to make my thing. And they're like, "What, Clark? You called me in? He's like, yeah. You you know, we don't want you fighting anyone because you know we know what you're all about. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, well, I guess I made the team then. You know what I mean? well, no, not necessarily. I'm like, well, then I guess i got to prove my point, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. And, uh, he was like, yeah, and he's like, no, nah, I'm just, you know, so I'm like, well, fuck you, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. So, you know, I'm standing in front of the net, and the Hex ball cross-checked me, and, uh, or, uh, snack Samuelson, he shelf cross checked me across the back, so I punched him in the mouth, and then Hexy came to save him, so I punched Hexy, he laid him out, and the practice just stopped, you know what I mean? I was like, alright, and they called me up to the office, and I said, look, I'm not playing around, I want to make- He's just gonna kill everybody, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and the next day, dude, he's like everybody like Cordic, um Chief, like everybody was on my team. There was no one for me to fight, man. So we've basically lost every blue and white game, you know what I mean? We're terrible, you know, so <laughs> but, <laughs> but there was no one for me to fight, man. Like we yeah, you know, it was crazy.
0: That's um, hilarious. So you yep. end up uh you end up getting called up to Toronto. What was that feeling like? Oh,
2: that was great, man. I mean, like, uh, literally, you know, like, I, I, all my friends and everything were watching and, you know, and, on Hockey Night in Canada and stuff, and it, was just, it was just, you can't beat that feeling. I mean, that's every kid's dream, you know what I mean? I never thought I'd that. You know, I was just like, like I said, happy not to be in jail. So.
0: Exactly. You were, you were literally in jail, like, four <laughs> okay. years before that.
2: that's that's it. Exactly. Thanks, man. I'll be back. That's okay. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. So. Good. How are you?
0: Yeah. So,
2: definitely interesting.
0: Right. So, so, well, did you ever get to meet like uh, you know, what? Did you ever have any run-ins with Wendell Clark at all while you were on the team?
2: Oh no, Wendell was awesome. I mean, him and Dougie, like Gilmore. You know what I mean? Like they they treated me like a king. Like I was there for a while. I only played four games. I was there for like a long time, man. Like, I mean, it was weird. I basically got bag skated every day, you know what I mean? And played when it it needed. But I mean, traveled with them, San Jose, Dallas, like everywhere, you know, and those guys were, they were great. Like, when I got moved to Toronto, I was in a, we were on the road um, with St. John's, and I got the crew. I mean, I had no fucking I mean, I had it, we were on like a two day road trip. So I think I had a suit. And, uh, you know, fucking toothbrush, because usually when we go on the road, I don't even pack. You know what I mean? Just enough to go to the bar and brush my teeth. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, so I got called up, and I'm like, what the fuck? I got no clothes. Can I go home and get clothes? They're like, nope. And I went to Toronto, and they wouldn't let me go. They wouldn't let me go back. They're like, look, just buy new shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're like, with what fucking paycheck, man? <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, no. Once you get that first paycheck after two, well, like, that was nice, because Gilmore and Clarky, like, I'd be eating in a restaurant, and they they paid a tab before I even could get my bill. You know what I mean? Oh wow! You, Dougie took me and bought me. Dougie took me and bought me a suit in Vancouver. You know what I mean? Because I was wearing the same shit and getting it dry cleaned every day. You know what I mean? So right, yeah. They're they're. Like, I mean, those guys back then. That it was a whole different fucking breed of hockey player, man. Like you said, I don't I don't watch now. I don't. You know, it as I was playing. You know, there's. You know, hockey players were always humble. You know what I mean? You know, just. Hey, thanks for coming out, buying everything. Now they think there's something fucking special, you know, and they, you know, they want to play forever. They don't want to get hurt. It's just, it's, just, it's fucking sickening, man.
0: Yeah, I can't. I don't watch a person anymore. I stopped watching about two years ago, so I'm in the same boat as you.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dude, I can't. It's like watching fucking paint. I mean, I take my customers, so they got passes. Like the Flyers Street us really well, you know what I mean? So I got passes. I can take people. I can, you know what I mean? And, I mean, I'm at the game. I just go there and get shithoed. You know what I mean? My like, my brother will call me and be like, what's the score? Like, I got no fucking clue. Like, seriously? And I'm like, nope. <laughs>
0: at the game, you don't even know the score. That's fucking great.
2: Dude, don't even, don't even fucking know. Like, uh, that whole game's over, and I'm like, what happened? And there is, <laughs> I don't even want one second, man. So no fucking boring. Playoffs is all right. And I mean, that's the most extent of it, dude.
0: Oh, fuck, that's too great, man. Well, you end up back in St. John's. Was it kind of disappointing a little bit that you got sent back down, or did you just say, fuck it, I'm still going to fight everybody, doesn't matter?
2: Oh, no, you still got to do what you got to do. You're disappointed, you know what I mean? But, like, I mean, you know, basically what you learn in hockey is, you know, like, it's a numbers-fucking game, you know what I mean? Like, you know, they draft them, and, like, Kenny Belanger was – you know, drafted first round draft pick. You know what I mean. They're paying them three hundred thousand to be in the minor. You know what I mean. So, you know, he he got the he got the call next year at the beginning of the year. You know, and I got sent back down. You know what I mean. So, it's just you know, he's a first round draft pick. They invest time, they invest money in them. You know what I mean. And
1: that's right. the way
2: it is. You know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, you can't be mad. It, you got to be thankful for you know the other guys that they're getting their thing. But you know, it's not always fair, and it's not. But that's the way the game is. You're a fucking number and a piece of meat. You know what I mean? And when they need you, they use you. When they don't, then someone else out there. You know, like they they invest a lot of money. They're gonna push you to the side. That's it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, so. it's just it's all business, man. Unfortunately. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh that that's it. It's all it's all business. Like for me, like I think you know, there's there's a lot of times shit happened that guys I used to beat the fuck up all the time and. You know they're playing, and they had NHL careers for like ten years, making all kinds of money. You know, it gets it pisses you off. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't complain. I made, I made good money, no matter where. But still, you know what I mean? It's nice to be like I used to fight Brashear like every game and beat his ass. You know what I mean? And the fucking Flyers bring them up and play them here. You know, it's fucking crazy. It's like a smack in the face.
1: Yeah.
0: So, it's got to um, be one of the. That's probably one of the toughest, toughest things. To, Besides the buildup of a fight, but for your role is seeing other guys get called up when you're kind of winning fights and you you kind of don't know why you're not getting called up stuff like that. It kind of it's got to wear on you, man.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean that will cause you to turn fucking squirrely for sure. You know, and that's my problem. Maybe I should have stuck to it and behaved and not been an asshole and drank so much. You know what I mean? But the way <laughs> I figured is fuck it. You know, I'm gonna have fun. If I'm not gonna play up there, I'm gonna have fun. You know, I did well. I mean, like I, you know, in Philadelphia. I was like one of the highest selling fucking jerseys. You know what I mean. I was like well well known. You know what I mean. Had the world by the balls. Oh yeah. Not much. Not really much to complain about. But I mean, it's just, you know, the fucking paycheck. Instead of making eight hundred grand, you're making you know two or one fifty. You know what I mean. So,
0: whatever. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so well before we yeah. leave the uh you know the St. John's Maple Leafs and the Toronto Maple Leafs you happened to fight two yeah. legendary tough guys uh Ty Domi and Tony Twist. What was it like fighting those guys?
2: Ah, oh, that was great. I mean, Ty was kind of Ty was a shitty fight. I wish it would have been better or we would have won again, but he didn't really want to fight anymore, you know what I mean? Yeah, so you two to it looked it like
0: almost you both of you couldn't kind of get going It just kind of slipped a little bit.
2: Yeah, I slipped on my stick. I mean, no one even hit each other. We were throwing fucking bombs, you know what I mean? So it would have been nice to, you know, at least get hit or fucking hit him. But like, we just missed. It was like, just a, it was like a fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? We were throwing, we were, it wasn't good. It wasn't a great fight either way, you know what I mean? No one <laughs> right. really won or lost. It was, just a, it was just a shitty fight, you know what I mean? But I was a good guy, Skated with him in Winnipeg, you know what I mean? So, you know take your hat off, he did his job all the time, you know what I mean, so, right. yeah, part of it? the game, I mean, what was that, it like? that, that was the fun part, oh, what?
0: go ahead, oh, I was gonna say, what was it like fighting Twister,
2: Ah, oh, Twister was great, because I already, like, first, first shift of the game here, I thought I was, uh, I thought I was fucking Mario Lemieux, you know, dangling around, fucking, I think I was doing a toe drag, and fucking Greg Willan and hit me shoulder in the face smashed my fucking nose man broke it you know what i mean so my nose was just fucking completely smashed in and um i went to the bench got it fixed they straightened it all up and then i went out and fought twist so, <laughs> that's fucking
0: and, <laughs> and i did
2: good yeah you did uh, man you held your own
0: against twister
2: fucking... oh yeah dude he actually like at the end i mean you can if you ever watch the video and you watch it up close they're like are you guys done and i'm like i was like no way man let's keep going and he's like, I'm done. And he gave me a pat on the ass. So it was a great feeling. You know what I mean? So
0: right. Yeah. Well, he didn't. He didn't, didn't quite like, have that. Uh, he didn't quite have the reputation like he had in St. Louis. But he was still a tough motherfucker coming up in Quebec, man.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so it's all. It's all like I said. It's all. It's the same thing. He gave me a shot. You know, like that was the same thing with you know with Doug. You know what I mean? You gotta, right. You got to give guys their shots. You know what I mean? So exactly. I take my hat off to the Swiss for that you know i you know i was dying to fight Proby, you know what i mean (laughs) but we were were, that was playoffs we were playing we were playing chicago in the playoffs and we were lined up and and bushy was playing so it was like i told bushy i'm like make sure you tell him i'm going him if we play man like i know i know (laughs) i'm like okay cool man but i didn't get to play i got that out so
0: Oh shit! Well, that's not that's not something everybody hears. Is I I really wanted to fight Probert. <laughs> not too many people say that.
2: There's no question. Like I was going for sure, man.
0: So well, after after that, you find yourself in the uh, in the Philly Phantoms organization. How did that kind of happen?
2: Uh, I just I, like I mean I got traded and I was like this is gonna suck, you know what I mean? Right. So. You know, that was the first time they ever expanded into, um, you know, like a big market with a AHL team. Yeah, I mean, Philly was like the first place that that really happened. You know, now they did it in Toronto and, you know, but like in Philly, I mean, the first game we played, we only had like 2,000 fans. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: So I was like, this is going to fucking suck, you know. And I really didn't want to get traded here because so I didn't know what, you know, I had no clue. I mean it's the best thing that ever happened to me, but I mean you know, but your first game, I remember I was sitting on the blue line and I started, Billy started me. We were playing Kentucky. And um we were playing Kentucky and I wanted to fight. I can't remember, I think it was Steve Webb or someone. I'm like, when the puck drops, let's go, you know? He's like, Okay. Remember, I said, I'm not fighting you. I'm like, Yes you are <laughs> <laughs> So the puck dropped are off, I hit him with a bomb. He tries to turn around and take off, and I got him by the back of the shirt, and I'm punching him in the side of the head, back of the head, laid him out. Fucking whole place stands up and goes nuts. I'm on the phone. Um So they, you know, and it was only like 2,000 people, you know what I mean? I was like, wow, fucking noisy bunch, you know what I mean? Right, well, and it's the
0: fucking, everybody loves a good fight, man.
2: <laughs> well, Philly's like, like I got to say, man, I played everywhere. And these fuckers are nuts. It's hilarious. They're great right down. Like, out of control. So, after that first night, you know, there's stuff on the on the news. And I'm, like, sitting there home watching TV. And they're, like, you know, like, they interviewed me after the game. Because I, I think I had another fight, too. And I beat the shit out of someone. And it, people were just going fucking crazy. You know what I mean?
1: Right. And um,
2: I was, like, fuck them broad speed I said, we're the hall Because we played out of the Holly, though. I'm like, we're the Hollydell Hoodlums. <laughs> I'm going to put a show on for you people.
0: <laughs> oh, man, they had... And, I'm so, did they make that into a fucking t-shirt? Because I'm sure that would have sold real quick, too.
2: I am. Uh, I know. And, and, dude, it just it just went crazy. I mean, it went from 2,000 bands to 3,500 to 5,000, 6,000. You know what I mean? And the more I fought, the more people came. You know what I mean? And the more they put me on the news, the more they put me in the newspaper. You know, it was like, it was fucking crazy, man.
0: Exactly. Well, it's um, like it's like my uh, my buddy over at Fourth Line Voice says, "Red Ice sells," and it's I mean, it sounds Neanderthal, but it's true.
2: <laughs> well, that's it.
0: Um, oh shit!
2: I mean, you go to games now, people sit on their hands. There's nothing. You know what I mean? Back then, we'd have a ball, line ball, or bench clear. Four fucking building
0: was standing up. Oh, exactly. Well, it's the only two, it's the only time people stand up is with it when there's a goal or a fight. I don't see anybody running out of the fucking stands when there's a fight happening. I don't know where the illusion comes <coughs> from of nobody likes fighting in hockey, That's but funny. whatever.
2: That's bullshit, dude. They love it. Exactly. That man
0: Batman <laughs> fucked up hockey. Oh fuck, I couldn't agree more, man. <laughs> a lot of people don't like him for it either. <laughs>
2: It's, it's it's like watching fucking King Flash. World Europe if you want to watch that. It looks back like you know, the real game.
0: Exactly. Like hockey
2: players were the ultimate hockey players were ultimate gladiators, man.
0: It really was, man. It was it, I remember, the olden forces are just insane.
2: Oh yeah, I know. I remember when we were in Philly, the football players used to always go out and sit like the Eagles and stuff like that. And they you know, they'd be in a bar with us and they're like you motherfuckers are insane. You know what I mean? Like, huh? You know, it's like <laughs> you got to, you know what it means? You got to speak. You got to fight. You got to, you got to do it all. You know what I mean?
0: Right, and that means something when it's a fucking football player saying you guys are fucking crazy.
2: <laughs> yeah, know, that's it. Exactly. It was Mike. Yeah, actually, I used to hang out with him all the time. Mike Camula. So he was great. You know what I mean? Like the party and have fun. Great guy. So. So a, lot of
0: fun. a couple of guys you happened to fight that year in Philly too. I want to ask you about is the uh, the unfortunately, but the uh, the late Wade Belak. What was it like fighting Belak?
2: Right, he was a great kid. I mean, he was in predicament. I mean, I don't I don't know what happened. That's sad. You know what I mean? But you know, he played in Hershey. You know, he's a tough kid. He he did did what he had to do, and he didn't always want to fight. You know what I mean? But he did it. That's what you know, like I said, a lot of these guys they say, Oh, I didn't want to do that. I mean, what else were you gonna do? You know, no one no one held your fucking hat by the neck and made you fight, you know what I
0: mean? Right, exactly.
2: So but I mean D was a good kid. I mean, I fought him, I fought his brother, I mean at, you know, Thursday we had Hartley, so he was a mental case. And he'd have every time Every time we played Hershey, there'd be, like, three four guys out of each Coast League with, like, 600 minutes, 700 minutes. Holy and shit. I knew they were all there. Well, I no, mean, they were always there to fight me, and I'd beat the shit out of them and just go laugh at them. <laughs> I actually told Hardy, I told Harvey I was going to jump in the bench and beat the fuck out of him.
0: But That's fucking great, man. <laughs> Another guy you happened to fight <laughs> that year was uh, Mark Major. What was it like fighting him? You guys had a pretty good toe-to-toe battle. Uh, battle. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it wasn't bad. I kind of got caught at the end of my shift with that one, and you know, I, you know, you know, he, 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 I don't. Mark was in like a big heavyweight, and he held zone and shit. You know what I mean? But kind of got me by surprise, and it was on the boards. I wasn't really ready. If I tried to fight him again, he didn't want to go. You know
0: what I mean? But, right. Yeah. So I the mean, next year, though, you end up. Uh, you end up in the IHL with the indie ice and you're there with with none other than Ryan Vandenbush Bush again. What was that like?
2: Uh dude I love Bushy. Bushy's like my brother, man. You know, I mean, he's he's a great kid, you know what I mean? I have right. a career. Hell man. You know what I mean? I'm not a big guy, but fuck the heart of a fucking lion dude.
0: Oh absolutely. Well his fight with Bonvi is like one of the greatest hockey fights of all time. The one that goes on for like twenty minutes. <laughs>
2: I know crazy.
0: what was the i h l like you know that's a defunct <laughs> league now, but how was it playing there
2: my uh, it was okay i mean it was it was sad because like I said I went from the i well i went from here to Portland I hated Portland, so I wanted out I told them I'm like i gotta go, I'm not staying here I'll quit you know what i mean uh, so they got me out of there and then they sent me over to um, they sent me over to um, the, you know the Indianapolis or whatever, which was good, but it, it it sucked, man. Like you know you you in Philly, you know they told me I was never gonna get traded again. It's just that it's that ruthless sports mentality. You know you're never getting traded. You know because I asked and I you know I'm gonna buy. Hey, Chief Tank, come here. I'm gonna buy a house and I had a couple houses. My daughter was born. You know what I mean? So it was like, you know, and then the fuckers trade me and I'm like, what's this all about? You know what I mean? And it was just you know, Clarky got fed up with all the media and he didn't want to deal with it. You know, why aren't they calling me up? Why aren't they giving me a chance? You know what I mean? So, you know, I hurt my knee playing in the playoffs the year before when we played St. John's or whatever, or St. John's. And, you know, I wasn't supposed to play for um, almost six months because that was a rehab. And, um, like, after four months, they were like, you're either playing or, you know, you're not going to play this year. Oh, I started shit. playing, I was playing on, yeah, I was playing and playing on one leg, and then they, you know, came up with this bullshit that I wasn't going to be the same, and, you know, I was fighting and still doing everything, but it was hard, you know, I mean, I didn't have my recovery time,
0: Right. and
2: the fuck, then they traded me, so I was mad at them for that, but, I mean, we made amends, and, you know, they take care of me and stuff, so, it is what it is, like I said, it's a fucking business, so.
0: Well, you end up, you end up, uh, you end up back in Philly, and uh, <clears throat> you happen to win the Calder Cup. What was it like winning that thing, man?
1: Well,
2: that, you can't beat that. You know what I mean? Winning any championship. I mean, fuck, I played 16 years, and I never won a championship. Just the one, you know? So, it's, you, you know, you can't, you, you know, you can't. It's like that Stanley Cup. Some guys will play their whole career and never have one. You know what I
0: mean? Exactly.
2: Yeah. Look at Chief, you know what I mean? Barube. He's just
0: Oh, I was so happy to see system. him get I was so happy to see him get it as a coach.
2: No, oh, dude, absolutely, man. Yeah, he's a great fucking guy. He's, like really like a really good guy. Old school. Awesome.
0: You got any good Barube stories for us? What's that? You got any good Barube stories uh, for us?
2: Ah, uh, a the beauty, man. You just I mean kind hearted good guy go to war you know what i mean there's not much you can <laughs> he was a little bit more tame than you know than us but <laughs>
0: <laughs> i forget where it was but i heard something where someone he was in a fight and somebody asked him why didn't he throw with his left hand and Brube was just like because i didn't fucking need to <laughs>
2: yeah how cheap was a tough dude man he was like definitely you know what i mean
0: absolutely so. Well, you had, uh, you had a guy on your team with the Philly Phantoms that year named uh, Steve McLaren. What was it like playing with Steve? Mac was great,
2: but that's when when I got hurt back past the year, Mac got moved, came in there. Great guy. Like, awesome. But he was um, he was playing, and he was kind of taking over from me or whatever. Um, right. He got in a fight with Scott Parker, and Parker smashed his face all up, nose and everything. So Mac was out for a while. You know what I mean? And that's when they will. That's when they forced me to play because we didn't have any other toughness.
0: Gotcha. Uh, I think I remember that fight. That great. fight with uh, that fight with Parker like blew his nose out and everything, but he ended up coming back and still winning the fight. It was fucking crazy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, quotes like I said, Parker's a big kid. You know what I mean? I don't think he really enjoys fighting though. You know what I mean? So. Uh, I right. Mean, but yeah. You know,
0: that well that year also oh, with no, philly some, what's up
2: some some guys you know they when like you fight them and you just knew they loved doing that you know what i mean like other guys are like they're like why am i doing this you know
0: what i mean it's like weird right it's just well it's like you're doing it because you know it's your only shot at making it and so your heart's not my it's into it but it's not completely into it to where the dudes that love fighting were just fucking crazy <laughs>
2: And then you see idiots like me, and, you know, I know a bunch of them. When you're fighting, and you got a smile on your face ear to ear as you're getting punched in the mouth. You know what I mean? It's great.
0: <laughs> so that year with Philly, though, you happened to fight uh, another minor league legend, Mr. Rocky Hockey, uh, Rocky Thompson. What was it like fighting him?
2: Ah, that was good. That was a good show. Rocky's a good kid. but I remember, I remember when uh, we were getting into the playoffs, and I remember my mom called me. She's like, what are you gonna do with Rocky? Because he was like, you know, like you just said, Mister Killer, you know, whatever. And everyone's like, oh, that's the up and coming you, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the first fight, I mean, I think I broke his orbital bone and something else. I broke a bunch of shit in his face, but I mean, he came back and fought. I mean, we were playing instincts on the second fight. Was um stuck second play, I remember I, I my knee was all fucked up. I was getting it drained like every warm-up, you know, like 80, 90 cc's out of it. and I was just basically sitting on the bench to keep things calm, you know what I mean? Right. And I remember we were losing like six to one or something stupid. And the whole building was like, ah, you fucking pussy. And I remember Billy looked over at me, he's like, what do you think? And I'm like, fuck it, just put me out there.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I went out on the ice and whole fucking building stood up
0: oh i'm sure but
2: the rocky theme, oh yeah the rocky team came on there comes rocky eh? and his wife was sitting up in the stands with some friends of mine and we're like he is so afraid of that guy but he's got to do it <laughs> <laughs> so he came out and um he came out and he's like okay and i'm like all right let's do this um I mean, you couldn't hear a fucking... You couldn't hear yourself talking there, man, in that building. It was so loud. A couple punches later, I was laying down, and I was, like, skating to the box, and I'm like, put the Hulk Hogan ears up. I'm like, pretty quiet in here now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, shit. I love... I will. Speaking of, cele- like, celebrating after a fight, I kind of laugh at people who are like, Oh, it's classless to celebrate after a fight and blah, blah, blah. Fuck that, dude. If you win a fight, who gives a shit? You got so much adrenaline and you just want to fight in front of, you know, (laughs) 5,000 people. Fuck that, celebrate. I don't give a shit.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, I wasn't a big celebrator, but, I mean, if I was really pissed off and someone was asking for it, yeah, you want to shove it up their ass, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. But other than that, I mean, half the time you're just fighting your friends, you know, back in the day. Yeah, you know, so there's no reason to celebrate. You're just doing your job, you know what I mean?
0: Exactly. But Every once in a while though you I'll gotta you real. gotta put a little salt in the wound though.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well I remember we were playing um we were playing Carolina and uh they brought some kid up by the coast or something and um, first sight it was in the spectrum so I used to get really pissed. Like I usually didn't get knocked off my feet or anything, you know what I mean? Like no. And um, I pulled the kid, and it kind of slipped, and he fell on me. And he fucking gets up all happy has in there. I'm like, what the fuck? So we're sitting in the box, and I was in him. I'm like, man, you did really good. I said, he's like, I think you're the champ. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I said, dude, fuck, you did really good. I said, you know, you, you do it one more time, you'll be the fucking king of the world. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Went out, squared off. Dude, I missed his fucking head with a punch. I broke his collarbone and hit him. Oh,
0: then, Jesus then Christ.
2: Broke, broke, yeah, then broke his jaw. And then that was the last game he played.
0: <laughs> so. Oh, holy shit. You just ruined a kid's fucking career. <laughs> hey, but you uh, know what? He celebrated yeah, after was, that bullshit. Fuck it. Who gives a shit?
2: Uh, I was pretty mad. Well, I was out there to prove a point, And I was pretty vicious. But, I mean... I didn't try to hurt him. I, like, I mean, I was hitting him to hurt him. But then when he was hurt, I just let him go, and he was, like, unconscious. He just fell to ice. I was just like, oh, fuck, yeah, enough. You know what I mean?
0: Right. <laughs> oh, shit, that's fucking crazy.
2: Um, oh, man. That's the same thing. That's like Rocky in the first fight. I knew I hurt him real bad, so I was holding him at the end. I'm like, yeah, enough, man. Just stop.
0: That's,
2: I think he had a broken orbit.
0: Right. And, well, that's, like, the mythical code that people like to talk about now. And they think it's, like, a a set of rules you have to play by when there's a hockey fight, but it's not the case at all. But there's a certain point where there is, like, there is a respect among, you know, enforcers such as yourself where if a guy's really injured and you know you ain't going to take no more, you're going to stop.
2: Oh, definitely. I mean, like I said, you know, you're all doing the same thing. You're not there to kill anyone or... I mean if someone's being a cocky arrogant, fuck obviously you want to knock his head off, you know what I mean? But you don't wanna you don't wanna do shit to hurt him for his life or you know what I mean? But right. I mean Yeah. I mean, but you know, like the the the, the true tough guys, like you know, like Domi and those guys like you fight and you know, if you've seen the guy hurt, most of the time you just fuck, you know what I mean, unless your are flowing. but if you see that, you know, he's fucking done, you're not gonna keep hitting him, you know what I mean?
0: Exactly. Exactly. Well, another guy you fought that year, too, um, was Rob Scurlack. How was he?
2: Oh, Rob was a big guy, man. I fought him a few times. He was just big, uh, fucking big. Like, I mean, him, as a Big, big boys, man. You know what I
1: mean?
0: <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> I, I got fucking alligator arms as it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you, got these fucking, you got these trees that are fucking, you know, six, seven, six eight. You're like, holy fuck, man. You can't even reach them. You know what I mean? I used to call it climbing the tree. You have to fucking work your way up and then just start cutting it down.
0: <laughs> right. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's too funny. Um, so the next year after that, though, you uh, you end up in Hershey. Uh, how was that? Did you like Hershey or did you, did you miss Philly?
2: No, Hershey was good. I mean, it was nice and quiet. My... And like I said, my daughter was born, so it was like the kind of world was changing around. And, you know, at that point, you could see the guys, you know, like, you'd be in warm-up. I and mean, You look back when I played, you know, in warm-up, you'd be, like, telling the guys across, hey, we're going tonight, we're going, you know what I mean? We're going, you know. Right. <clears throat> and, and these kids are lining up beside you. Hey, buddy, how was your day? How was your night last night? A, uh, who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? Like... Shut up. Go stay on your side, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly, man. Fuck, it's Dude, like cocktail hour during warm ups now.
2: Yeah, no shit. Like, they all sit there and, like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, it's just stupid. Like, I, you know, one of the worst fucking pricks in hockey, but he makes me laugh all the time. We actually fight on some radio shows. Is fucking, uh,. Matthew Barnaby. I mean, that's one funny fucking dude, man. He used to drive me apeshit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah, you know it's funny because oh. everybody hated Barnaby at the time, but I wish like fucking hell there was a guy in the NHL like Barnaby again. And I, well, I think it's funny that they, people call him a pussy too. He took on fucking everybody, regardless if he ran his mouth and did a lot of antics. He still fucking fought everybody, you know.
2: Yeah, fucking right, dude. I remember. I remember when we were playing here. We we're playing them. Um, he was in Rochester, and we're skating around and go over by him and warm up. And he's like, "Yeah, you're all mine tonight, Sugar Pie." And I'm like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> to come around like, again, yeah, I'm drop you down and blah blah blah. And I, you know, then I was getting aggravated. I was like, "Yeah, okay, motherfucker." Third time around, I dropped the club, fucking sucker. And I'm, you know, I'm out and start a fucking brawl with warm up. Oh fuck, like, that's hey.
0: great. <laughs>
2: uh, uh, then, I, then I chased him around the whole game, and he wouldn't fight, you know what I mean? He knew I was going to fucking kill him. I was fucking mad, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, shit, Laid him out in warm-ups, that's too great. Fuck, you don't even see that ah, shit anymore. I, God, I, I miss I, old hockey. I couldn't,
2: every, I couldn't stand him. He just kept skating by me. I was like, ah, I'm going to fucking do this to you. Yeah, I'm going to do that to you. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, fuck you, you ain't doing nothing. But that was it. <laughs> Good night, I fucker.
0: Yeah. Oh shit, that's funny as hell, man. Well, why you and Hershey? <laughs> like you I have kept, what's up?
2: I said, you know, and we talked a few times on the radio. We have some battles. With shit, he's just a funny dude. He's like, Frankie, you couldn't even catch me, man. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> that's too. Good. It's fucking. T- it's funny because you just laughing. It's just typical fucking Barnaby. Like I wouldn't expect anything else from him.
2: Ah, oh, no, that's it. He just like I said, it was fucking priceless. He just got fuckered gift to gab and never shut the fuck up and just aggravating as a motherfucker. It's like having a <laughs> knot up your toes, man. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, absolutely. Fuck. Well fuck, he knew his role yeah. and he he played it to the T man. He fucking he did it well.
2: I'm a fucking A right, dude. I mean yeah, you know, like you said, he, you know, he opened his mouth, but he took his ass whipping, and he, you know, like I said, hats off to you, bud. You know, That's dude. the
0: thing too. He'd be getting his ass kicked in a fight, but he would just be laughing the whole fucking time, just pissing you off. With the, like it's like Jesus Christ, man, fuck this guy.
2: <laughs> you, you like I'm telling you, you want to fucking kill him. It's just that attitude is fucking hilarious. It was. I thought it was great. But, yeah.
0: Oh, man, absolutely. Well, while you were in Hershey, though, you happened to get on the team with uh, Mr. Scott Parker. What was uh, what was the sheriff like?
2: Uh, Bart, like I said, he's a great kid. I mean, he just – I don't I, – I mean, honest to God, I don't think that was his mentality, you know, like, you know, to be – you know, he had the role, he had the look, you know what I mean? But I don't think he thoroughly enjoyed doing what he did, you know
0: what I mean, like – I don't know. You did know? you ever? Did you happen to see the film Ice Guardians by any chance? See what? Did you happen to see the film Ice Guardians um, on Netflix? With Scott Parker's in it. No, I didn't see that. No. Oh man, you have to check it out. He he he's in it, and he's getting interviewed in there. Um, he he said he liked the role, and apparently he would like grunt and like talk to guys while they're fighting him.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I you know I. I, I yeah. I never seen that side of him. You know what I mean? So. Maybe it just
0: developed because you know it was the same thing with from what I've heard with like Brian McGratton. Like at first, it's kind of like uh, I don't know, and then once you realize your role, and then you kind of get better at it, it's when you start liking it a bit more. Right. You know?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's hard. I mean, like you line up, and that's your thing every day, and you got oh yeah, it it's the hardest fucking out. job in sports,
0: man. There's no doubt.
2: Like you're walking around, like I mean, half the fucking, you know, basically, I'd walk around half the season with lumps on my head. You know what I mean? So, and I mean, it was funny. It was, it was always funny. Like my head's made of fucking cement, so I just like laugh. I mean, I used to laugh at people. I mean, I remember being in a fight here, you know, in Philly, and and um, it was right in front of my bench. that I remember stopping, you know, and saying, like, look at this bitch. He can't fucking punch. You know what I mean? And, I, and the guy sitting there teeing off hit me probably about 15 times, but I was just laughing, turned around, fucking one-punched him, you know what I mean?
0: Right. So, yeah.
2: And, then, <laughs> you know, people just shake their heads, just, you know, whatever.
0: Exactly. It's nerve, <laughs> it is what it is. It's a nerve.
2: Yeah, it's a nerve-wracking gig, you know what I mean? I can see how guys say, you know, whatever. And, you know, it's tough. It is tough, man. You know what I mean? You got to go out there and do it every day.
0: Did you have that yeah, trouble, kind of, kind of sleeping at night at all?
2: Oh, fuck no, dude. I got no issues.
0: <laughs> no, he didn't. Work. You just said, old, just said, fuck it. I don't give a shit. You know, whatever happens, happens. I'm getting this fucking nap in, whether they like it or not. <laughs>
2: That's it, exact, dude. I never, I never had. I don't, you know what I mean? There, I would have been doing it if I wasn't doing it there. I would have been doing it on the street in a bar. You know what I mean? Like I said, I, I was fortunate enough to be able to do it and have fun doing it make money and and not fucking spend my life in jail you
0: know what i mean so right it's fucking great all right so well that year you're in Hershey, you happen to fight uh eric bolton what was it like fighting him
2: ah oh, he's a pussy man i did not like that kid at all i still don't like him really <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what what
0: did you like about him
2: yeah, he's just always yappy. I didn't even think he was tough. I really, I just thought he was a fucking pretender. You know what I mean? Actually, my last game when I played in Hershey, I got fucking suspended for like ever. I think that's what made me quit. I retired the next year because I was trying to – we were losing like 6-1 in the playoffs and no one would do nothing. And then uh, Felino put me out there. He's like, well, you go do something. He put me out there with like nobody. Like I had nobody. You know what I mean? Like I was by myself and they had all their – bolt was there. He's like, I'm not fighting. You know, like – I punched him in the head, he, he fell down, cried like a little baby. So they gave me, you know, like, a, I thought I was getting two minutes for it. You know what I mean? Figure fuck, I'll go to the box. And, you know, I was skating to the box, and I'm like, ah, you know, when I get out in two minutes, I'm going to fucking beat everyone up anyways. And the ref was like, you don't got two, you got a 10, a 5, and something. I was like, fuck you. And I, I was in the penalty box. I came out, went and suckered someone, and I started a line brawl. <laughs> like they, I think they had Dragic, Bear, Bolton this other kid and there's a bunch but I, I was fighting with everyone and I, I went fucking apeshit dude I mean I was, I was I beat the one guy up on the ice knocked him out got drug over the boards I had like both our routes. the lines went on me I was like they finally got me into the bench the trainers had me around the neck I was throwing sticks from our bench into their bench
0: then Holy I tried shit. to run
2: around the yeah I tried to run around the back of the thing through the cops I was fighting with the cops it was fucking crazy <laughs> so they walked me the dressing room Fuck yeah, that was it, man. I was like, fuck, I'm going out in style. I got suspended for like 15 games, like a thirty thousand dollars fine, something stupid. I don't know what it was. That was your, Remember that
0: was thought, your swan song, <laughs> going out like that.
2: <laughs> that was it, man. I was like, fuck, you know what? Everyone else is gonna do it. I'm, I'm fucking, I ain't you know what I mean? I'm going out in style, man. So that well, was it, dude.
0: It was it was it for a little bit, but you ended up coming back about four years later in the crazy uh, Quebec League, known as the LNH. What was it like playing there? Was it kind of like shell shock, where you kind of like, holy fuck, what kind of league is this? Or was like, or was the mentality, fuck yeah, this is the kind of league I want to be in?
2: Oh yeah, it was great. I mean, I just wish I was in better shape. I mean, I was, you know, I wasn't even skating that much. I mean, I played a couple alumni games. I hadn't fought and you know forever, and it was like. You know, it was like a, but I mean, it, that was fun, man. That was fucking, I love that place. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, you
2: get paid to fight again, you know what I mean? So it was great. It was, it was a good time, man. Absolutely. I just wish I was a little bit, you know, but you don't play for like a month or two months, and then I just go there and fight all their heavyweights, you know what I mean? So it was, just, it, that was tough. <laughs> I love the LNH, man. Did, oh, yeah. And I did it as much as I could, you know what I mean, with, with, circumstances of working and all the other bullshit you know what I mean right so
0: yeah fucking all the train horns the fucking all the the crazy uh, square offs and shit like that I fucking love the LNH I know people out there like all the hockey purists hate it but I fucking love it
2: (laughs) the best that's the best
0: so you fight some, you fight a couple big name guys there, though. Uh, I mean, fuck, you fought Dean well, Mayran, John morasti Sebastian Sear. What what was it like fighting those guys?
2: Well, it was good. I mean, like I said, for not being in shape and you know basically not playing, not fighting. I mean, you know, I you know me, I'm gung ho, man. Let's do it. Yeah, you know I mean,
0: absolutely <laughs> good
2: fight. Yeah, and I mean those were like I like I said, I never backed down. I fought the toughest of the tops. You know what I mean? And,
0: you know? Oh fuck yeah! That, well, yeah. just Mayrand and Morasty alone—that's a fucking great rap sheet. You wouldn't see me fucking going out there to fight those guys. Well, dude. In a heartbeat.
2: Like I said, I didn't turn away. I didn't. I don't give a flying fuck. You know what I mean? So
0: right. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so after the LNH, excuse me. Well, I should say after your first hit with the LNH, you end up in and for those out there, look this team up and look up their history, you end up with the Danbury Trashers in the United Hockey League. What was it like with Danbury? Because I I love the story of the fucking team.
2: (laughs) Uh, the, the, The owner, Jimmy, is just like a phenomenal dude, man. Like, great guy. And, you know, it was the same thing. Like, I mean, you know, you have a name, you have a reputation. Are you in shape? And, you know, absolutely not. But, you know, people want to give you... You know, if someone calls you up and says, hey, I'm going to give you five grand or 2000 or whatever to come play and play two minutes, I mean, so you're making... You know, if you get $2,500 for a game, you're making fucking $2,500 for basically a minute of fucking work. You know what I mean?
1: Absolutely.
0: Where are you going to make
2: money like that?
0: Exactly. You know, and that's, that's, I, that. I laugh with the, that the same people who say that shit about the LNH. like, why would players go and play there? Well, motherfucker, the money was rolling in that league, you know?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean... <clears throat> And the dummies made all the money. You know, what I mean that was the greatest league. It's the greatest league in the world. The guys that <laughs> <did> deserve it. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: One so, thing I want to ask about with uh, with the trashers, besides a couple of your teammates, we'll get to them in a second, um, is how was Section One Hundred and Two? Was that was it as crazy as they made it as as I've heard it, or as people uh, have made it seem? How was that section, uh, man?
2: Ah, they were just fucking nuts. It was fucking great. That whole place was just fucking set up for fucking evil. That's why it was the evil empire, man. It was fucking <laughs> hilarious. It was just a throw shit. They were just fucking nuts, dude. I mean, it was funny. It, the, the only shitty thing is, is that, you know, like, that team was so tough and had so much that, like, the other teams were just terrified to even come in there, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think half the time, like, when I was playing, they're, they're fucking puff guys would so sit out. You know, I got hurt, mystery injuries. You know what I mean? Like
0: That's the Danbury like no flu.
2: Oh, yeah. Big flu, man. Yeah, that place, like, I mean, that was a scary lineup. I mean, there was a lot of tough. You know what I mean? So.
0: Well, did you happen to play with John Morasti when he was on the team there?
2: No, I didn't play with John. I mean, like I said, the only time I met him really was just uh, <laughs> when I went to the Quebec League. You know what I mean? But. I, he's a tough kid, man. You know, I, I talked to, talk to him. He's a great guy. You know what I mean? but, Oh, yeah. Marashi's a fucking beauty,
0: man. He's one of my favorites.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, he just did his job. He's a tough kid. You know what I mean? So I'm glad he got a shot because, I mean, that was a weird transition because he played in that. You know the Quebec League there, and then he finally got it up to the American League and stuff. That was great, you know what I mean? And he did good there. So
0: yeah, I wish like hell he would have been able to crack an NHL roster, but unfortunately, y'all's role was kind of out going out the door at the time. So he never, never was that's able, that's able to get it. a game.
2: That's... No, yeah, you're not. I mean, it's it's so hard coming from there because you're not the pro- you know, the prodigy child. You know what I mean? Like I was saying. You know, if you're not drafted and they don't have anything invested in you, they don't really give a fuck. They use you when they need you, and that's it. You know what I mean? And if there's no need, then you're out the door. You're the first one gone, you know? So.
0: Right. Well, i just got a couple more for you, man. I don't want to keep you too, too long. Um, but <clears throat> so after after your hockey career, well, you ended it with one game in Danbury. So your, your swan song was with the Trashers, and I fucking love that. That's beautiful. But – um. <laughs> So you end up actually getting inducted into the Philadelphia Phantoms Hall of Fame in 2005. What a fucking honor! What like yeah. <laughs> like what was it like It'd being able to get inducted only- into that man?
2: Only in Philly, man. You know, I, mean, that's <laughs> what I love like, this place was like you know like like I said when I came here I really didn't want to come here you know and I came here and I meet the people and I meet the fans and. I mean, you, you really couldn't ask for a better place to play hockey, man. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I just, they're good people. Like, you know, they're, it's blue collar. It's not the same anymore because nobody fights and nobody does nothing. You know what I mean? Right. But, It'll
0: never be the like, same.
2: Like, nah, like if you're, if you're, if you're a hardworking, you know, grunt, you know, in this city, I mean, the people just respect you imme- immensely, like they know your role and they know, and they respect you for it. You know what I mean? It's. It's fucking crazy, dude. Like, I mean, what, what an honor to play. You know
0: what I mean? And absolutely. Well, I think it's the the best part about that, in my opinion, too, is you didn't score goals, you didn't put up the points. They literally just retired a number because of you. Fuck, you bled for the sweater, and you put on a show for the crowd every fucking night. And it's something that's so overlooked uh, with you guys. And it, like, what a fucking honor that's got to be, man! Like, really.
2: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's what I was. It's just you know they they respected you for what you did. I mean like 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 you said, I didn't score goals. I didn't, you know what I mean. And we played an era when you know Lindros is here, Leclaire, you know what I mean. There were some huge names in Philadelphia. I mean, I was I was like the third highest selling jersey in Philadelphia sports.
0: That's insane, <laughs> but that's fucking awesome at the that's, same time.
2: Yeah, dude. Like that's that's. It was it was fucking incredible, man. Like you know what I mean? That shit just doesn't happen, you know. Exactly. So yeah, and I mean, I, like I mean, you have to, you have to wait almost two two months to get a jersey of mine. You know what
0: I mean? It's fucking nuts. <laughs> That's fucking great, man. I've actually, you know what? I'm gonna yeah. I'm trying to get one of your fucking trasher jerseys. There's one out there somewhere, and I'm gonna try to get it here soon. But hopefully, I can fucking get it. <laughs>
2: yeah. I don't know. I, I know there's stuff floating around. Some of it's bullshit. I mean, I had a couple jerseys stolen from a hockey school here, like Philly ones. But
0: ah, oh, that's I mean, fucking um, bogus, man.
2: Yeah, I know. It's just my stupidity. I left them in the dressing room, and I was like, "Fuck," you know
0: what? Well, so I noticed. I-, um, I noticed you also got into boxing after hockey. What was it like, kind of transitioning into that after uh, the hockey oh. life?
2: it's hard. I mean, that's a different world. Like I love fighting. You know what I mean? I, I kind of, if I was younger, I would have did the MMA shit. Cause I really like that. You know what I mean? But I mean, the, uh, the boxing is, it's good, you know, but I mean, those guys are smart, man. They got skills, you know, like my first fight, I ended up with the idiot who just wanted to go to the middle of the ring and slug it out with me. You know what I mean? Which is like not, you know, you've seen what happened. <laughs> you get fucking right. out. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know the second guy, the second time I fought, I fought. You know I I, I was the idiot. Like I said, just fight. you think fighting is just show up and have a fight. You know what I mean? You know, so I worked all day. My trainer was like, "Did you work all day, you asshole?" And I'm like, "No." He's like, "You're full of shit." So I was gasped. I mean, I put a 12 hour day at work, showed up.
0: My <laughs> oh shit!
2: Oh yeah, I fought a guy that had like fucking, you know, so I think he had like 50 amateur fights. Real tall too. You know, they changed the fighter on me like two weeks before my fight. You know what I mean? And he was real tall, like 6'5". You know, I got real short reach, too. Like, my arms are just like alligator arms, you know what I mean? A lot of power, but, you know, you got to climb up, you know what I mean? And when you can't touch people or hold them, it's a different story, you know what I mean? So. Right. And uh, the guy just took a fuck. I couldn't hit him, man. I just couldn't hit the fucking kid, you know. So it took a fucking, you know, it took a long time and just ended up fucking losing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well f- I mean fuck you even have to just the balls or the amount of pride you have even just transitioning from hockey fighting to boxing because you know it, it can translate over a little bit but it's completely different than fighting on ice you know
2: oh dude completely like I said you can't grab like you know like when you're on the ice you, you know you can get you can, even if you have your, your one hand on the guy you know it's like it's like a fucking guided missile system you know what I mean especially when you hit as hard as I do you know what I mean it's like That's all you have to do. You have to be in your range. you got to find your range. One hand, you know, even if you got in front of his jersey, on the back. Like, I used to like wrapping my hand around the back of your head. Your head couldn't give. And then, you know, now you're in my range completely. And then I just throw bombs. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, every every punch was an intent to really hurt you. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely Well man I just got two more questions for you And I'll let you get going man I know you're probably You probably gotta get a protein shake And all that bullshit Any After the fucking gym <laughs> so, so out of all your fights you've had What would you say is probably your favorite fight?
2: Um I mean obviously You know Twist was my favorite Because it was like my first game in NHL You're fighting like kind of an icon You know what I mean And um you know. That, that, so I think that by far was probably, you know, my favorite and, you know whatever. So
0: <laughs> And you stood your ground on it Can't too, really- man, so that's all that matters. <laughs> you didn't go down.
2: Oh uh, that's it, exactly. So
0: yeah. All right, man, and the last like question I, said, I ask uh I ask everybody here, do you have any regrets? Fuck no. <laughs> fuck yeah, that's what I like to Not hear. <laughs> oh shit absolutely man well i mean fuck i mean how could you you got the hall of fame the calder cup fuck dude what more could you ask for right
2: nothing dude i mean like i said you're given you're given choices in life and you do it and i mean that that's a huge thing you know can't ask for any better
0: you know absolutely Yeah. well man i appreciate you taking the time out of your day to sit here and yap with my damn ass for uh, a little bit here but <laughs> it's been a fucking uh, been a real pleasure. pleasure
2: uh my my pleasure man i really appreciate it thanks for thinking of me
0: so <laughs> absolutely man we, that's the goal here we try we try not to uh me and a couple other podcasts you know fourth line voice in the biscuit try not to let the guys like you kind of go unnoticed because it's the most unappreciated <laughs> job in sports so i really do appreciate right, you, you taking too, the man. time man
1: Oh,
2: my pleasure, man. Well, I have a great one, man. Thank the part know.
0: is over. They say that all good things must end. Call it a night. The part is over. And tomorrow starts the same old thing again.